What's going on, everybody? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, yesterday, we talked about Eddie having a new friend, sort of. We ran out of time, so I wanted to start today's show with it. <laughs> uh, so, Eddie, describe the situation. So, my cable went out, and uh, the guy came to come fix it, and he spent a little time there, and we just kind of chatted it up. And he did his job, and he fixed the cable on his way out. He's like, hey, man, let me give you my cell phone number, so if you ever need anything, like, just hit me up. I'm like, really? That's never happened before, but okay. <laughs> so I took his number down. And then, you know, two hours later, he texts me. He's like, dude, great visit, man. I hope everything's good. You know, like, just seriously, keep in touch if you need anything. So I was like, well, this could be kind of cool because I have a cable guy, like, friend. So if I need DirecTV, uh, Sunday ticket, or whatever, you know, like, some channels, I can probably hit him up and be like, yo, Kyle, like, get me some NFL games. So that night, I texted him. I said, hey, dude, good night, man. Yeah, man, keep in touch. Good night. And, and so I'm thinking, like, m- maybe every now and then for, like, wait a couple of weeks and just be like, dude, you see that game? Like, it was cool. And keep in touch so I can have a friend like this. Do you want a friend or do you want someone who's who might get fired for breaking the law for you? Oof. Well, I mean, I think only a friend would do that. So we'd have to have to work on our relationship <laughs> first a little bit. Do you feel like you guys could be friends forever? Totally. He was a cool guy. Yeah. Like, cool guy. And my type, we we vibed with music. And my type. This all sounds... Met. This, but yeah. this all sounds like a dating situation more than it does. Like, <laughs> well, it was just me and him in the house, you know, when he came by. So yeah. we just had a lot of time to hang out and talk. What do you think about that, Amy? I mean, I think it's interesting. I think be friends with him if you like him for who he is, yeah. not for what he can get you. I don't know him that well, Bones. But does, that's that's why you date. I mean, thing- that's why you make new friends. <laughs> does the he only- know what you do? Probably. I don't We didn't talk about that. Okay, because I'm wondering if he's like at home like, hey, I think I became friends with this guy, Eddie, and maybe he can get me. Give me that Kyle shout out on the air. Yeah, well, or did, he can give me <laughs> tickets to something or a signed Bobby Bones book. Great point. Or, well, I, then what do they say? Scratch your back, I scratch yours kind of thing? You, That's not what they say exactly, okay. but yes. I'll scratch your back if you scratch Why mine. Why don't you text that to him? See what happens. Text him right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's give it a few months. See how. See Send him a shirtless pic and be like, I'll scratch your back. <laughs> if you scratch mine. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I don't really have a lot of friends, you know. I have you guys, but sometimes a new friend is refreshing. Does he also do Wi-Fi or just TV cable? Oh, no, he Amy does wants internet. To be his <laughs> Amy, he does number. internet too. Because, I mean, having someone uh, you can text about internet, that would be Glitch. Well, see, I did. And when he was in there, too, I told him, I'm like, man, so I'm getting bad signal in my bedroom where I do PlayStation. You play PlayStation? He's like, yeah, I did. So we talked about PlayStation for a little bit while he was in my room looking at my Wi-Fi. Looking at my wife. I thought that was oh, okay. Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. Wi-Fi. I thought this thing escalated real no, quick. Wi-Fi. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby. I recently caught a neighbor who did not clean up after her two dogs on my security camera. And it's not the first time this has happened. But this time I actually have proof of it, so I decided to shame this woman. I took a screen grab from my security footage and posted pictures with her face on them on the neighborhood Facebook page. Needless to say, she was quite upset and confronted me to ask me to take down the post. After I said no, she made her own post with a picture of my house in the group along with a rude paragraph detailing the incident to make me look like a bad guy for posting her face. I now feel like I'm being shamed for shaming the person who doesn't clean up after her dogs. I don't think I'm completely in the wrong here, but I didn't mean to create all this drama in my neighborhood. I just thought she should be called out. Was it too far? Wanted to get your thoughts if I should apologize. Stephen K. That's pretty funny, huh? Funny. 
Um, here are my thoughts before I play some voicemails back. My thoughts are, if it's on your security footage and it happened in your yard and you want to post it, you can. But she has every right to be ticked at you for putting your face up. I probably would have. <laughs> what, posted her picture? If over and over again her dogs are pooping in my yard and I'm like, you got to stop that. And it's not, I might have done it. Mm. But you also have to face the repercussions. But I probably, me, I probably wouldn't go apologize. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, tell your dogs not to poop in the yard. Yeah. It's a learning learning moment for us both. What would you do, Eddie? Look, man, I, I just, whatever happened to old-fashioned, like, all right, I busted you. Look, face-to-face, here's the footage. You keep, Your dog keeps pooping in the yard. Stop. Stop, or we're going to have some problems. This guy went straight to the Facebook page. I think it's a little too far. For what? It's, she's not hurting any anyone. She, it, it'll, I think. If someone's dropping litter in your yard. Yeah. Every day and just throwing garbage in yeah. your yard? I would wait outside, and then when he walked up to throw litter, I'd be like, all right, that's it. You and me, mano y mano. No, you wouldn't, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, who knows if you're waiting outside at the right time? They come by 23 and a half uh-huh. other hours uh-huh. of the day. But what's the Facebook page going to do? Make her stop. I guarantee you that dog will not poop in that yard again. I guarantee okay. you. There <laughs> I will be know. no poop coming out of that dog's butt in her yard. I don't know. All the shaming is for a reason. Like, shame, shame. I'm going to shame you. I'm going to shame you. They're just doing the same thing to each other. Let's Lunch- just settle it one on one. Lunchbox. A lady with the camera needs to get over herself. She is so rude and unnecessary. It's I a love guy with it's the a guy What a same difference. Listen. The dog poops. That's what happens. When you take your dog for a walk, it poops. It happens. It, sorry it happens in your yard, but no need to go put them on Facebook. Now, I mean, it's just going to start a war. You, <laughs> what they say, two wrongs don't make a right. Oh, good one. I don't think this was a wrong. Oh, come on. Dude, I never. It happened up. and hurt. You don't clean up after your dogs. I know. And one time I was walking the dogs and they pooped in someone's yard. And by the time I got back around the neighborhood, someone had picked it up and put it on my doorstep. Like, L- what does that do? Love it. They God. should do that. Oh, they're Don't so, be pooping in people's yards. People are so annoying. Uh, here is Jennifer from North Carolina. If it's in your yard, yes. If not, I'd say not worry about it. I love y'all. Have a good one. Well, it was in her yard, so <laughs> his yard. Don't worry about it. All right, here's one more. Hey, Bobby, on the dog poop. Great idea. I think everyone should be posted on social media that does not pick up after their dog. That's crazy. Stop that. Stop <laughs> everyone. It happened in her yard. Her cameras caught it. There you go. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I was listening to Kip Moore talk about the worst job he ever had, and I want to play you this clip. I'd have to say my worst job ever was laying sod in the South Georgia heat. Nothing worse than that, especially when when somebody would think that you're waiting for the next side patch to be thrown to you and you got your back turned and all of a sudden that big old piece of sod hits you right on the back. You got nowhere to clean up. You're just stuck with dirt on your back for the rest of the day. I laid sod briefly at the golf course, which is going to be mine as we do this. Worst job you ever had. Mine was doing maintenance on a golf course. Had to wake up like I do here, you know, butt crack before dawn, but I hated it. At least here, I love this job. So I wake up early. I drive into the Hot Springs Village. First thing you do is you you get the mowers and you mow greens. You rake traps first, and then you mow greens. And then I just for five hours would go out and weed eat and shovel and lay sod. It was awful. Mm. That being said, I got to, I bought a bunch of good school clothes. I bought a base amp. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was a terrible job. <laughs> But I learned a lot from it, and I'm glad I had it, but just a terrible job. You? Mine physically wasn't demanding, and this job is necessary, nothing against it. But when I had to work the front desk at Gold's Gym, because I had just finished college, and I was 20, 
22, what are you, 22, 23? And I, the other front desk workers were 16, you know? Yeah. So it just, and my friends would come in to work out, some that from high school that I hadn't seen in years. And they're like, oh, you're back from college. What's up? I'm like, uh, could you, don't forget your talent. <laughs> don't forget to scan your thing and, and get a towel and wipe down your equipment. Like I just didn't, it wasn't, it was hard for me. But overall loved who I worked with and it was super fun. And then I, it was someone that came in the gym that day, a friend from high school that was like, you should apply for this sales job where I'm working. It's amazing. And I did. And that's when I was selling granite. And then I met you. The gym wasn't your vibe? It wasn't my vibe. No, not at all. So, I mean, but it was a it was a good experience for me. And I worked the early morning, so I would have sometimes have to be there at 5 a.m. Uh, washing dishes was like that for me, too, when I had to do that at the restaurant. I hated it. Glad I did it because then I understand what it's like to have to wash dishes. And, yeah. I, and I did the move up, too, washing dishes. But I, still, washing dishes, I was inside, and I get to go in at 4. Because hmm. dinner started at 6, the restaurant. Yeah. 5.30 or 6. So, uh, Eddie, what's your worst job ever? I mean, the jobs that I had were pretty good, but the worst one I ever had was when I worked for my dad when I was 15. He had a business where he would take down utility things like lights and light poles or whatever, and he would buy them from companies and remake remake them so he can sell them into Mexico. He would send me to the warehouse, and I had to fix those things and work with a bunch of gangbangers that he hired. Oh. And these guys were scary, and sometimes they'd fight, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'd hide in the corner. It was a bad memory, man. Bad memory working with those guys. He'd hire gang members? Yeah, they were just kind of the guys that were like needed a second chance. But I don't think they were doing a second chance. They were still in the gangs. <laughs> Lunchbox, worst job? I would say my worst job was when I worked at Costco just because I was already on the radio at that time. So people would recognize me from the radio and then they'd be like, hey, you're working at Costco. I'm like, yeah, dude, I make minimum wage over at the radio station. Like, I got to pay the bills. So it's kind of embarrassing because you're a celebrity in town. <laughs> But at the same time, you're you're putting their groceries in their car, and it was just like, man, this is really awkward. Please, he uses the word celebrity so loosely. You no, know? no, no, it's not loose, Amy. When they're recognized, you're like, hey, aren't you the guy from the Body Bones? Yeah, I am. Like, Where do you well, want the bread? Which one's your car? Uh, oh, you're, you want to put the eggs up front so I don't smash them? I mean, you want to talk about a blow to the ego? That's oh. funny. I remember that. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this five-year-old boy, never gotten on a diving board, so scared to jump into the deep end head first. And this 95-year-old Air Force veteran happened to be at the pool at the same time and was like, you know what, kid? I'm going to show you how it's done. There is nothing to be scared of. Wait, 95 years old? 9'5". Nine, 95. Wow. Served in World War II. Wow. Yeah, got up on the diving board and like a family members had to help him get up there, though. Because, you know, he's he's elderly. So then he leaned over, did a half dive, half belly flop straight into the pool. But you know what? It gave the little boy the courage to go right behind him. <laughs> mm, that belly flop so wasn't he did planned, his first. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably I mean, just yeah, wasn't, wasn't able to, to fully get there. <laughs> yeah. But I bet the kid liked the effort. <laughs> totally. But yeah, that belly flop hurts probably too. Thought he was like, ooh, that was a mistake. Here we go. No. <laughs> yeah. He was taken to the hospital. Who was? Oh. Oh, no. I'm joking. Oh, no, Amy. <laughs> okay, so there we go. Okay, thank you very much. That is your Tell Me Something Good. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's do the Never Gonna Get It. Hit me with it. $25 up for grabs wow. if someone on the show gets it. Come on. The question is, women are three times as likely as men to consume this. 
What is it? I'm going to go to Amy first, who sits right to my left. Amy, what do you think women consume three times? Three times as likely to consume. A latte? A latte. Okay. That's one guess. Lunchbox. Oh, man. I, I, I mean, the first thing that jumped in my head was tomato juice. But then I said, what? that's so stupid. <laughs> and I wrote down reality TV. Ooh, one with the side angle. I like that. Yeah. Interesting. It's always something a little different than you think with these mm-hmm. questions. That's why I had to think outside the box. Eddie? So as soon as you asked the question, I thought the Starbucks line, you look at it, and I would say there's probably three women to a guy ordering coffee. I'm not going to go latte like Amy, so just give me coffee. Coffee? No, every man drinks coffee except for Bob. Well, your answer is coffee. Hey, why do you always take little shots at me? <laughs> For no reason. Well, Bobby, yeah, there's no reason for that. <laughs> it's Sammy's new coffee. thing. That wasn't a shot. Okay. I, lunchbox I, does not drink coffee. Oh, ex- or lunchbox. Sorry, I thought every man drinks coffee, and then I was like, oh yeah, Bobby doesn't. Morgan, <laughs> I'm gonna go with wine. Okay. Oh, oh that's good. That's real good. Ray, I went the television route as well, and I put kids cartoons. Okay. As okay. Um, Morgan number yeah. two, you may have got it. Here that's we go. Good. Women are three times as likely as men to consume this. Is it coffee or lattes? No. It's not. Oh. Incorrect. <laughs> is it? You guys think it's Morgan, so we'll hold her to the end. That's is so it good. kids' cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> is it reality TV? <laughs> is it kids' cartoons? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> uh, for $25. Dang it. Wow, 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 wow. Mm. Who feels like she got it right? I do. I do. I do. For sure. No, I do. Because, I mean, yeah. That's so right. Women are three times as likely as men to consume this. Morgan number two says wine. Is it wine? Yes! Yes! (laughs) You got it! Wow. (laughs) So do we have to pay her the dollar for the day or no? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you're good. She made $25 today. Dang Dang it. Eddie said he saw a hit and run yesterday. Oh, yeah. Right in front of me. So I'm driving. I'm leaving work. I'm driving. And it's a two-lane road, you know, so two, two of us are going one direction. And on the left lane, this big old truck hits a car. Boom, right in the back, destroys the trunk. And I hear it, and I go, I slow down to kind of see what happens. And while I'm looking, the truck just cuts me off, almost hits me, and just peels out and starts hauling down the road. Mm. And I look over the car, see if they're okay, and they're just kind of like with their hands up, shocked with their phones in their hands trying to call the cops. I said, all right, you you handle the cops. I'm following this truck. Oh, so I, I, I'm in the Jeep. <laughs> so I start going, start following this truck. Guys, this truck is passing cars in the turn lane, like going on the opposite direction. And I said, you know what? After 30 seconds, like I can't keep up. I can't handle this. And then the car that got hit passed me. So I said, all right, it's your deal. You, you deal with it. You saw oh. the car that got hit and then chasing the truck? Yes. Oh, and I, I was 30 seconds into my pursuit, and I was like, you know what? It's my son's birthday. Like, I need to be home and get home safe and yeah, not deal safe. with this. That's, if I'm thinking someone is, something's making them scared where they need to hit and run and leave, like, who knows what else they have? What yeah. if they have a gun? Oh, I just think they don't have insurance, because a lot, growing up, we didn't right. have insurance a lot, and I was, they were like, hey, oh. if you ever hit somebody, just run. <laughs> Wasn't the great, the best <laughs> idea. Right. Yeah. I get it, but I mean, you don't have insurance. They you have hit drugs. a car. And now you're putting all these other people in danger while you're trying to escape the the scene of the accident. I mean, I don't understand that mentality. Like, it, it was good for you, though, to not because what are you going to do if you catch them? 
really, except call the cops. Call the and cops, tell. describe what they look like. Get a but you could have hit somebody. Yes. And I killed know. somebody. I know. But so, and, and let's be real, my Jeep couldn't really get, catch up. It's not fast enough. Did you call the cops? I did not. I felt. I Wait, felt you didn't even call the cops. No, because I felt like the people chasing them—they were already on their phones. They were dealing with it. And plus, I'm one person, Bones. I'm going to call nine one one on one hand and then follow the perpetrator. You the went for one. thirty seconds. It's not like you're driving all across I town. I, Perp. I have this problem with feeling like other people have it taken care of already. Like I don't like calling cops for some reason. Well, no one likes to have to call the cops because it's never well, a positive situation. Eddie, I hope if you see something really serious, you don't have that mentality. Like when I see a car accident go down, I'm always like, oh, yeah, there's people dealing with it. I never am the one to call the cops. And I feel like I should change that in my life. Lunchbox, what would you have done? Listen, Eddie, you gave up like a sissy, dude. Like if you're going to be a good citizen, you're going to start pursuit. You got to go after the guy and you pull out your camera and you start videoing. That way you but have not the while you're driving fast. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, cops have dashboard cams. This is your dashboard cam. You got it in your right hand, left hand on the steering wheel. So you got license plate, everything. You got the car and you see all the other violations they're committing. So these charges are racking up. You are a terrible citizen. You would have got a reward, I bet. Exactly. You, you would have got yeah. a key to the city. Wow, really? yeah. Yes. If I had your own day. Dang. Dang, it would have been Eddie Day today. Like, if that was me, <laughs> trust me, that guy would be on the side of the road and we'd have a citizen's arrest. You're oh. all talk. You think you'd have pulled here. him over and jerked him out? Oh, for sure. Cut him off <laughs> right in front. And then how do you cuff him? <laughs> run him into the ditch. You run him into the ditch, and then you got something in your car, take off your shirt, use it as a tie. <laughs> Women can use a bra. I mean, there's all sorts of things. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm into take this. my bra off. And, <laughs> and use it as a handcuff? Absolutely. Okay. Huh. Hey, but you know what? You Next do, time, you know. huh? Next no, time. no, there is no. You're gonna hide. You're, you'll hide, man. Oh, I'm too scared. What kind He's of going truck 25 was it? Miles it was like a dually, white, uh, like a Whoa. Ford white pickup truck. Wait, you weren't fast enough to catch a dually? Exa- no, no, he, was, no, no, no. Cody wasn't fast enough. He was scared to go after him. <laughs> is what it is. I'm on your side, Eddie. Thank but you. I would have called the cops. I did this one time in my life, and the cops told me just stop chasing them. I'm like, okay. Never did it again. Oh, now he has a story where he did it where he chased him. That was like 15 years <laughs> yeah. ago. All of a sudden, he was bright, big, bad Eddie. <laughs> Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Brothers Osborne. How you guys doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good to see you. It's first time to not see you on a computer in a few months. That's true. I know it's true. weird. It's, it feels really good, though. <laughs> it does. Humans. Uh, do you guys ever feel like you have to prove to people that you're literally brothers? Do they ever go, are you guys... Not we used to get asked that all the time. It used to happen all the time. I think people thought we were boyfriends. Yeah. We actually played a... Uh, we played for... Um, it, was, it was Mark Wright. He was looking at us. He was like, so where did you guys meet? And we're like, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we were talking about, because we lived together. He was, we were talking about like, yeah, we're getting the house decorated for Halloween. And he was like, where did you guys meet? Like we, when my mom gave birth to him? We <laughs> 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 a long time, bro. <laughs> thought we were a couple. How do your parents feel about the success? You know, because. Oh, uh, they're extremely proud. You know, I, I, we've talked about this a little bit. And I don't know that a, a lot of people know this, but both both of them tried coming to Nashville when we were little. And, and they, they wrote songs and. And um, and so it was really kind of a dream of theirs. So they're extremely supportive the whole time of us coming here. I our dad's just so he's very. Our parents are very supportive. And our dad's just so excited about everything. But our mom's still like promoting, like constant promo. And we told her we're playing on the show. Oh she says God. hi, by the way, and she's like, "You know what you should do? You should tell Bobby to get you on the Grand Ole Opry." I'm yeah, like, this was last night. Yeah. Mom, hey, I can do that. I, he can do that. I we're can... not floating our own boat here. I was like, we don't necessarily need Bobby for that. <laughs> just, kind of just That's saying. true. You don't. That's true. You don't at all. Well, that was literally like, last night. I could, night. but you don't need it. That's yeah, right. So it's not nothing to brag or anything. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Oh my God. When you were kids, where did you guys play music? 
for fun? Like, there was, is well, there room in the house? Or You know, a lot of people actually have this, like, 225 tattoo on my arm, and a lot of people ask what it is. And um, it was a band that we had with our dad called Deuce and a Quarter, and we would play. I played upright bass, John played guitar, dad sang and played acoustic guitar, and we would play a lot of times at the house but when we would, the first time we went out to play shows was at local bars um you guys have your guitars you're gracious enough to come in and play a song and yeah. well, um, i think i actually i actually requested stay a little longer you did do you guys like that one if you yeah. only get one to play whatever the crowd likes is really my favorite song to play that at that time so if people request yeah. something out, so if we, you like it then we yeah. love it all right i like it all right <laughs> here they are in studio right now brothers osborne <laughs> There's something like a strong wind is coming over me It's got a hold of me, Thinking and doing things I shouldn't be I really shouldn't be Yeah, but one more cause, the one more what you're doing right now It's the one more trip to my side of town And you walk right in to one more, here we go again One more drink leads to another You slide up close to me Tearing t-shirts off each other Your hands all over me I tell myself I'm not in love But one more time is a night enough One last kiss and then you're gone I'm lying here wishing you could stay a little longer Stay a little longer yeah, wishing you could stay a little longer. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This kid Kobe grew up knowing his dad's dream car was a blue-green 1966 vintage Ford Mustang. And it took a little searching, but he finally found that car online. He and his brother decided to get the car and surprise his dad in a special way because they saved up for two years. The brother staged the car with a for sale sign on the side of the road, and they drove past it, and they were like, hey, look at that car. And they even got someone to pretend to be the owner. So they were like, dad, look at that car. That's the one you like. You should... And then they go. And so the brothers convinced their dad to stop. Look at the car. And they tried to get him to take a test drive in the car. Oh. And he was like, no, no, no. And they were like, well, since you're not going to take the test drive, you just get the car. They gave him the keys. He was shocked. And then he drove off in the Mustang of his dreams. All thanks to his wow. sons for saving Dude, up. that is awesome. Right? That's such a great story. <laughs> I love that. love that. That's awesome. That's Tell Me Something Good right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy, do you think attractive couples have attractive kids usually? Have you seen Jason Aldean and Brittany Aldean's babies? Okay, Kids. listen, I love Jason. He's not a, a supermodel, though. Well, I don't... They they have the most beautiful... They're, they're good-looking, though, and they have the most beautiful children in the world. She's very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought that that would be I a good example. I, I thought that would be a good example. Yeah. Listen, I'm no beauty queen. I'm a like Aldine. Angelina uh -huh. Jolie and Brad Pitt, they're the, babies. Very yes, pretty. Yes. Listen, I would say that, you know, if, when, Caitlin and I have a kid, that if it's pretty, it's because of her, not because of me. Sure. And I would say Aldine's kid, not because of him. Yeah. Hopefully it has like his <laughs> totally. singing ability, like grit, mm. attitude. But you kind of hope we all we talk, we're like, 
you know, don't you wonder what side of the genetics? Because, I, you know, if, if let's just say we have a kid, if it has her athleticism and my nerdiness, the kid's going to have it all. However, if it has my athleticism, <laughs> it's probably not going to be very good. Yeah, yeah. Although she's really smart. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, scientists say that children who have beautiful parents, like physically um, physically attractive parents, have a 70% likelihood of being attractive too. Oh. Cindy Crawford's kid? Oh, isn't, she, she, she looks just looks like stunning. her. Yeah, she looks like, well, uh, her name is, because her last name's not Crawford. Yeah, I don't and know. she's also one of those kids that's always on E now, like e, the uh-huh. E Instagram oh, feed. And another uh, Gwyneth's daughter, Apple, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Chris Martin, he, what do you think of him? Great looking guy. Yeah. Well, pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Hold on, hold on. Good looking guy for a nerdy guy. Yeah. Like he's got the, he's a good looking nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go over and do the joke? Yeah. The morning corny. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs on stage? What do you call a man with no arms and no legs on stage? Mike. <laughs> Mike on stage. Microphone. No arms. Is that funny? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was well, funny. Well, what do you this like this one? We've done this one before. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs at in your, the, water. the front of your door? Oh, what? Matt. Matt. Okay. <laughs> And then Bob floating in the water. A bobber. <laughs> it's the wall art. Mike. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of These art. These are all really good bones. <laughs> Maybe this one just doesn't tickle me in the right spot. All right. Uh, close that up. I mean, oh. <laughs> that was the morning corny. All right. Which came first? I'll give you two things. The game of ping pong or King Kong. <laughs> which was first? Ping pong or King Kong? Ping Pong. Ping Pong was invented in 1880. King Kong was in 1933. Nice. nice. Okay. Which came first? Sea monkeys, which are those things that you dump in the water, or the monkeys, the band? I still don't know what a sea monkey is that you dump in the water. Yeah, sea monkeys are the little things that the swimmer... And they're like little shrimps or something. Yeah, it is forever ago. It's before us. Okay. Oh, well then... If Eddie, you can take this one if, since you know what it is. Um, I'm going to go with the monkeys. I think sea monkeys were probably 70s. Sea monkeys were 1957. Oh. The monkeys were 1965. Dang oh, it. okay. Amy, the Empire State Building or Clint Eastwood? Oh, gosh. Which one was first? <laughs> I'm... The Empire State Building or actor, director, Clint Eastwood? I mean, golly, I should have paid attention on my tour of the Empire State Building. I guess I'm going to go with the birth of Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood was born in 1930. The Empire State Building was built in 1931. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice show. Shopping carts or plastic bags? Which was invented first? The shopping cart or the plastic bag? Shopping carts. Shopping carts, 1937. Plastic bag, 1960. Good. All right, two old movies. Which was first, Jaws or Alien? Mm. Jaws is the 80s, I think. Uh, Alien, I don't even know. Alien. By the way, Jaws was not the 80s. What was it, the 90s? 1975. No. What? The 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't know that I've ever seen Jaws. Oh, it's so good. Well, it's not. I take that back. It's cheesy, but it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's 1975 yeah. good. <laughs> like the shark doesn't even look real, but it's good. 
<laughs> I'm sure back then it was amazing. Uh, Jaws, 1975. Um, alien. I'm alien, go 1979. Alien. So Jaws oh. was before. All right. Well, my bad. Anybody see Alien? No. No. But, what, but, is, um, what even is that? Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, that's right. Like, I never saw it. I just have seen people talk about it. Uh, Mickey Mouse, which was first. Mickey Mouse or chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. Think about that for a second. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, 1928. Chocolate chip cookies, 1938. What up? Yeah. <laughs> I know my toll house. <laughs> I got a couple more here. Which was first, Star Wars or Starbucks? Star Wars. Star Wars, 1977. Oh, boy. Starbucks, 1971. What? Oh, got her. <laughs> I listened to how I built this with the Starbucks dude. Are you sure? Mike, will you fact check me? <laughs> Was it called Starbucks? Hmm. Okay, keep going. Starbucks founded March 31st, 1971 in Seattle, Washington. And it was called? Star- it doesn't matter. Starbucks. Okay. I'm just kidding. Calm no, down. No, you challenged me three times. All right, here we go. Um, the NFL or the NBA? NFL. NFL 1920, NBA 1949. Yes. Ugg boots or the thong? Mm-hmm. Which oh. came out first? Ugg boots or the thong? The thong? The thong came out. It was invented in 1974. <laughs> you still feel good about your answer? I hope so, because, I mean, Uggs were popular in the 90s, but I don't know, maybe elsewhere they were popular before America. Ugg boots were invented in 1930. Oh, wow. Oh. Who knew that? It says 1930s. Uh, when was the thong invented again? 1974. Oh. You know the person that invented that one to their friend, like, hey, guys, that's a great idea. What you do is you put this on, and this slides right into your butt. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is it? No, they were like, hey, are you annoyed with your underwear showing through when you're wearing pants? Yeah. Is well, that why what? y'all wear So women were probably cutting their own, and then someone decided to make them. I bet. Bones, I, it's probably a better description than yours, I think. Mm-hmm. Is, what did you ask, Eddie? Is that is why? Is that why? Because yes. so they don't show? I didn't know Yeah, that. because if you're not wearing a thong, then there's an underwear line. Hmm. All right. Um, finally, mm-hmm. Twinkies or Batman? Which came first? Twinkies or Batman? Twinkies. Eddie, you want to take a guess at this? Uh, I'm going to go Twinkies. I feel like Batman was 60s. Well, Batman was 1939. Okay, forget now, I'm wrong then. I'm going to let you guys... You Twinkies still- was like the 20s. Or something. Amy's like the person on Jeopardy <laughs> that could get it right, but insists on giving way too much and then misses it with a too much, but still gets it right. And you just feel weird because you're like, well, they didn't really know it. They just got lucky. I didn't get lucky. I feel it. I know that Twinkies came before Batman. Well, right. But then you went extra and we're like the 20s. The Twinkies were in the 30s, but they are before Batman. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Eddie thought Batman was in the 60s, so why isn't he getting shamed? <laughs> didn't know that. Sorry. Oh, no, he just... <laughs> he got it wrong and then proved why he got it wrong. I yeah. got it right. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen to a lot of old school hip hop when I work out or run. It's kind of what gets me through. And I heard Bombs Over Baghdad by Outkast. I forgot how much of a jam this song was. I've kind of re-added it to my playlist. This is early Outkast. And so I was thinking, what are some other awesome songs that I'd forgotten about that I just wanted to bring up again so maybe people remember them out of their playlist? So here we go. These are three songs that I used to love, forgot about, but refound in jam. Number one, Pay Me a Birmingham. Mm. Pay me a Birmingham. Who sings it, Eddie? Tracy Lawrence, man. Yeah. 
Come just, on. It can, I have another list that I listen to when I work. It's 90s country. And this came on. And I was like, man, I haven't thought about this song in forever. It is so good. So good. My second one is Dwight Yoakam, Fast As You. Oh, come on. One of his later hits, but still. This one where he goes, oh, so gay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, suck it. <laughs> yes. And my other one is on the alternative side, around the same time. You can tell when I was born, because it's all 90s <laughs> stuff to me. Amy, before you play the clip, Raymondo, Amy, do you know anything from Our Lady Peace? <gasps> I know. Yes, but I can't think of it. You forgot about him? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's so good. You doing clumsy? I'm doing Superman's Day. Oh, that's a good one. This is Superman's Day. Superman's Day. Yes, but it's not my thing. I, I wouldn't. This wouldn't make my list. Man, when I was a kid, even in college and a little bit in high school, like I had just had so much country that I was like, for a minute, I got to stop. And so I was really into the alternative stuff. <laughs> and uh, it was about two thousand ish. Maybe it was nineteen twenty. And um, I had a friend who lived in Dallas record The Edge on cassette tape, yeah, 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 the alternative yeah. station. Just record an hour, flip the tape, record an hour, then mail it to me. And I'm just listening to that tape. And that reminds me of stuff like that there. So, all right, Amy, what's your one song that you're like, dang, it was good. I don't make sure people don't forget this. One Republic Apologize. That's a good one. Yeah, this just stays in your head forever, too. <laughs> Going, Eddie? Okay, so I used to like this. My parents would listen to it, and my brother would listen to it. And then you played it on a on a Bobby cast that we did together recently. And I, I was like, dude, this is so good. Afternoon delight hit me. <laughs> when I hear this song though, I think of Anchorman. <laughs> do you? Yeah, because they do a whole scene where they're having a picnic and see, I think of Goodwill Hunting. Skyrockets in Afternoon Delight Lunchbox Oh, this this song has a deep message But it also has a very simple message Party like a rock star <laughs> And where would you listen to this? At the club Would At you request club. it? Yeah, all the time You go to the DJ? Go to the DJ Hey, can you put on Party like a rock star? It's the jam Like, this is such a good song Raymundo, you have one? Yeah, I went with Butterfly by Crazy Town, definitely like 20 years ago. That was a crazy. They were good for like a day. <laughs> that one song, right? Um, they had uh, a song too, Starry Eyed Surprise with Paul Oakenfold. This guy did Shifty Shell Shock, okay, the lead singer. But, but yeah, they had a couple. Maybe I was a little too much of a fan. I just know I know a lot about them. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Peyton and Brian are six-year-old twin brothers. They were down in Orlando on vacation. They're at the hotel swimming pool when this mom and her little toddler come to the pool. Well, the mom goes to put the towels on the chair, and the toddler jumps in the deep end, not knowing how to swim. He's struggling to stay afloat. The six-year-old twins jump in. Into the pool and oh, wow. save the toddler. <gasps> wow. Six-year-old lifeguards. Amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. I, what's the deal with the toddler? What, 
Listen, I don't have a toddler. And Eddie says they shoot off like crazy. They just run. Like, run. And they're mind of their own, so they can do whatever they want. If you're at a pool, like, do you hear this and go, ooh, mom, you got to, like, know. Yeah. Or do you go, that's just the nature of the toddler? I, I mean, you have to keep your eyes on your toddler at all times, and especially by a pool. Yeah, she shouldn't have turned around on them. What about leashes on kids? <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm no. serious. Like, no. I, I know you go, eh. But when I hear stories like this, I go, "What? Okay, so what? So what's wrong with a leash?" No, I, eyes are as good as the leashes. Like, just keep your eyes on them, and they won't go anywhere. Like, a leash is too much. They're not a dog. Hmm. I don't know. Too I, much. I, sometimes I want to leash you guys. Sometimes at the airport, I get it. Like, I don't have to leash my kids, but I see other kids on leashes, and I'm like, you know. Maybe they know that they have one that will go rogue every now and then, and they just, it's better safe than sorry. I was a big hater on leashes for a while, yeah. and then I, I Instagrammed a kid on a leash with a mom. Oh, that's right. Oh. I didn't put the kid's face on Instagram, but I was like, look at this, this mom's got a kid on a leash. Mom follows me on Instagram, had a little word with me. Oh, what did she say? <laughs> Don't be doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't be putting my leashed kid on Instagram. <laughs> kind of awkward conversation there. I was like, huh. I was like well, well, huh? What, didn't, what? didn't do that again. No, I did not do that again. <laughs> But I'm, I don't, I'm not for leashes, but I could see in situations like this where there are dangerous things around that maybe you leash them around pools and fires and. <laughs> I don't know about it. Okay. I'll think about it. Okay. There, there it is. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'll give you a famous movie. Tell me the decade it came out in. All the decades are up for grabs here. But you know, you have 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. You have 2000s and 2010s. You going down to the 20s or 30s or anything? 2000. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Neither. The 2020s or the 1920s. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Nothing like that. All right, Amy, you're up first. Okay. What decade did Home Alone come out? The 90s. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. That was good, Amy. Lunchbox. Yep. Twilight. Hmm. Is that the one? That's uh, Jacob and them? The werewolves? No. That's how it was referred to in the movie poster. Jacob and them coming at you. The wolves. I think that's, I'm going to say 2000s. He says 2000s. Correct. Right. Eddie. Come on. Top Gun. Okay. So, I, yeah, 80s. Woo! You're all still in. Amy. Ghost. 80s. <gasps> wow. Ghost was 1990. Wow, Amy. That's, that's harsh. so shady. Lunchbox. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, man. I've seen that one. I'm going to go 90s just because I saw it. Dang. <laughs> 1989. Oh. That's the rough, 80s. man. We Eddie, what that decade? For the win. Come on. What decade did Shrek happen? Hey, now, you're an all-star. Shrek. If you get this, you win. If not, we're back to the beginning. I want to say I was, I mean, I think I was still in school when this came out, so let's going to go 90s. He says 90s. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no one's still in school. Shrek came out in 2001. 2000s. We're starting over, folks. Oh. Amy, yeah, we're back. Jurassic Park. 90s. Ooh, good one. Lunchbox. Titanic. 90s. Eddie. Frozen. Frozen. 2000s. What? Why, why are you looking at me like that? 2010s. 2010s. Oh my gosh. 
How do you Why say you that? Do you say that 2010s? Yeah. yeah That's no, what I've heard that Eddie, you've been eliminated. Thank you. You just jumped too fast. I mean, it's just like Frozen. It was 2000s for sure. 2010. I know. The, the year was 2013 the movie came out. Yeah, way off. Amy, Still Magnolias. I think Julia Roberts did Still Magnolias before she did Pretty Woman. I think, I think, I think, I think. I say 80s. Yes. 1989. Lunchbox. Yeah. Up. The movie Up. The cartoon. Ooh, that's a, I've never seen that one. It's good. Uh, I mean, we'll just go 2000s because I have no idea. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> 2009. Yeah. Oh. Amy, The Matrix. Oh, gosh. Um, it's either 90s or... I, I think I saw this in high school and I had to leave. So, I didn't get it. 90s. <laughs> 1999. Yeah, I, I knew it was probably my senior year. Lunchbox. The Social Network. Ooh, that's a good movie, too. <laughs> that's a good one, dude. How long ago was that? Man, it was that kid, and he has to be 2010s because he was in, uh, I don't know, 2010. That's when Sarah Guy got famous. What is it? 2010s. Yes! What on earth? <laughs> the year was 2010 for the social. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amy, Napoleon Dynamite. What decade did that movie come out? What? I think it's the 2000s, but like early. Oh, or was I in high school? I know I saw it with a high school friend, but it's also my friend still. Shoot. Scott, I didn't like it when I saw it in theater. I kind of fell asleep, but then now I love it. It's like the more you watch it, the more you like it. So I'm going to go. 2000s? <laughs> 2004. Okay. I had just moved back to Austin. That's why. Lunchbox. Avatar. Uh, terrible movie. Terrible movie. 2000s. Bobby made us go do it for homework. Terrible. 2009. Oh, terrible. Was, yeah. All right. We have uh, two movies left. Amy. Mm-hmm. The Hangover. I do not know. Um, It's either the... 2000s or the 2010s? The Hangover. How many hangovers are there? Is there like three now? Maybe 10. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shoot. I guess I'm going to go with 2000s. <laughs> yes. Right. Lunchbox. Yeah. The Avengers. The ooh, first ooh, Avengers. Ooh, 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 ooh. Excuse me. I've never seen that. No you idea. Haven't? No idea when these came out. I mean, there's been 26 Avengers, right? There's like Avengers World War this, World War Z, Bob X. So it's been more than 10 years. So it has to be, I don't know. Do the same people play the same characters in every movie? Like, I mean, we can't answer questions about movies. <laughs> <sighs> I like how you thought about it, though. I did. And <laughs> the answer would be no. Okay. Not all of them do. But no more questions. No more questions. So... Ah oh, man, I'll just I'll just say two thousands because I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if that's right. What oh. is it? Two thousand tens. It came out in two thousand twelve. Wow, uh, they've been cranking those out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I guess see, the I person they're... that would have changed roles would have been that the general, because he he was played first by the guy from Empire, and then he flipped over, and then what was the guy's name who played him after that? 
Terrence Howard. And then the other guy was? Okay. What about Hulk? Because isn't he different? Nah, same same adventure, though. But, Amy, oh. you are you are the winner, so I'm going to play this for you. Joy. There's your big winner. There she Thank is. You. All right, is it creepy or okay to marry your stepbrother or sister if you met as a teenager? A little creepy, but not totally weird because you're not because you're not really related you're not so i mean it could just be that's how y'all met it's unfortunate but so a professional racer from portugal proposed to his stepsister and she said yes (laughs) now it's weird because the word sister or brother right right but it's but if you're 17 or 18 and you start dating someone just then like let's say you just met her then because their parents met, it's still creepy on the surface because it just seems weird, but it's not wrong. Right, it's not. <laughs> the father of Miguel Oliveira married Andrea Pimenta's mother when they were teenagers. Almost immediately, the kids started a relationship that they didn't talk about for decades, not publicly. Ugh. Miguel confessed, we grew up together and realized it was more of a friendship. It's very strong love. Last year, they went public with their romance and are now engaged to be married. His father shared the awkward news following Miguel's victory last weekend on the race course. He said, quote, I'm happy that my son is getting married to the woman of his life. Oh. Creepier, okay, you have to pick one. Okay, well, let's just... Well, awkward with... The dad described it well. It's awkward, but... We're going to do creepier, okay, and you have to pick one. We're going to go to everybody here mm. and take a, take a poll. Creepier, okay, Amy. Okay. <gasps> wow. You had creepy as an option, you know. I know, but I would. <laughs> I know. I okay. feel like it's awkward, but it's okay. okay. Okay, there's one check for okay. Eddie? Creepy, man. There's a lot of people in this world, and you're going to pick that one? Like, come on. Yeah, creepy. Right. There's one what if it was your wife? The one, the one you're married to right now. What if her mom and your dad ended up getting together? Yeah, and you exactly. were 18, though. So you would you... just be like, oh, I really like I'm attracted to her, but oh well. I can't. I just, I, it'd be like, okay, she's she's hot. I do like her, but I can't. It's too close to home. Okay. What if your parents and her parents ended up marrying now, older in age? Yeah. That's different. You're still, then, then, still then, married to your stepsisters. Then they would be the creepy ones. Okay. Would it? Yeah. What? Then no. they'd be the weird ones. Like, guys, we met first. Don't be weird like that. Okay. Uh, okay or creepy? Lunchbox. 100% okay. I had a buddy that his st- <laughs> his dad married a lady that had a daughter at 13, 16. They started hooking up. Ugh. They marry? No, they didn't marry. They just kind of hooking up in the middle of the night and going to her room. Okay, this is getting creepy. All right. That's, no, it's 100% I told you okay. It's creepy. Morgan. Yeah, this happens in uh, Gossip Girl, the TV show, and I t- totally think it's fine. There's three votes. Okay. What? Hey, Mike D, yell from your corner. Creepy. Mike D votes creepy. Good one, Mike. Raymundo? Okay. In 10 years when their marriage is amazing, you ain't going to remember their steps. Scoop Steve? If I were younger, I would say yes, depending on how hot she was. But as an adult now, having kids, I think it's very weird and creepy. So I'm going to go creepy at this point. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna just lean toward okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> like just one hand over yes, there? I mean, this, like it's a slight V8 lean. Oh. You know? uh, but okay wins five to three. Because they were teenage, late teenagers. That's tough. It doesn't feel good. Just in case you guys are wondering, my vote. I don't feel good about it. But I. That, that's but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love is love. Yeah. This is Annalise from Santa Cruz, California. I just wanted to ask if you could recommend a good beginner's guitar for my nephew, 
is about to turn 15, and he wants an acoustic guitar for his birthday. And I have no idea what what a, what brand to get, what a recommendation would be. Um, his name is Emmett. You guys are awesome. Bye. I can tell you my story is that I went to a pawn shop and paid 50 bucks and got one. And I think guitar's tough, and so you can start and then be like, that's oh, not for me, and you don't want to spend a bunch of money on a guitar for that reason. I would suggest going to a pawn shop, finding a guitar, and see if they stick with it for a few months. And if they do, then you start to find one that's a little bit better. It's an it's an investment, especially when people just get bored with it or their fingers hurt. Right, Eddie? Oh, yeah. And I think the, the $200 range is good because anything under $200 could be really cheap, and it's not good. And if it doesn't sound good, they're not interested anymore. I don't know. So, I would disagree a bit. I say go cheap and see if they want to just learn. Yeah, I bought a, I bought two cheap ones, and then they just kind of buzzing a lot, and they're just like, eh, I sound terrible on this. And then oh, they'll play kids? Yeah. No, they sound terrible <laughs> because they weren't practicing enough. You're probably right. right. Uh, here is Lunchbox calling a party store. What'd you do there? I was saying that my five-year-old son's having a birthday party, and I see that they have silly string, but that seems very immature, and I want my kid to have a mature birthday party, so I want serious string. Okay, here you go. Let me help you. I'm having a birthday party for my five-year-old son, and I'm trying to... I know you guys carry silly string, but we're trying to have a mature birthday party, so I was hoping if you guys have any serious string. Uh, what do you mean? Well, you know, silly string kind of is like an immature party, and I want my five-year-old to have a classy birthday party, not a silly, this is joke, so I'm looking for some serious string. Are you, are you being serious? Yeah that's, the, yeah, that's the whole point. I want serious string. Oh, uh, no, we don't. Have... Can I get a bed? Yeah, I'm sorry. Are you, are you being silly right now, or are you being serious? No. <laughs> I was like 15. <laughs> some grown man. <laughs> that's pretty funny, though. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from St. Lucie, Florida. A 21-year-old man was driving down the road, and he had something stuck in his teeth, so he was using the rearview mirror trying to get it out of his teeth. When he wasn't paying attention to the road, went over into oncoming traffic and hit mm. a police cruiser. Ooh. The that police stinks, cruiser, though, too. The cruiser was at a red light. It wasn't moving. No injuries. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt, and he didn't get the piece of meat out of his teeth. Well, it's still in there. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. This is Laura from Fresno, California. I just wanted to thank you guys for being so positive, and um, you guys are always preaching to fail until you don't and follow your dreams. And uh, after hearing that for three years from you guys, I actually am doing that. I've always wanted to own a wedding venue, and now we are building one here in the Valley. So if you could give a shout-out, it'll be opening in 2021, the Hills at L&D Ranch. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Well, congratulations. Sounds like a big deal to you. I'm glad it's working yeah. out. That's pretty cool. You guys can call us and leave us a message, questions about the show. You want to hear a segment? You want information? 877-77-BOBBY. All right, thank you very much. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Yeah.